0: Hello, I'm Phil Langton, and I've been a teacher at Hampton for over 20 years. Welcome to Discover Hampton, a podcast that takes you through the school gates and into the classrooms, meeting teachers and pupils, and getting an insight into what today's young people are loving to learn and why. In this, our first series, we're unlocking the wonder of languages, maths, science, and English, history, and music. Today on Discover Hampton, Hola! Bonjour! Guten Tag! Ni hao! Priviet. Welcome to Hampton's Modern Languages department.
1: Hello, my name's Tom Orkut. I'm Head of Modern Languages and I've taught Spanish and French at Hampton for over nine years. I love teaching languages for a whole host of different reasons. I really like the code-breaking aspect of learning a language and our pupils take really great satisfaction from making progress through the application of logic and spotting patterns. I also really enjoy how languages help you to work on your communication abilities and that you have to take risks in order to succeed. And I still personally really love the buzz I get from talking to people in languages other than English. And with it being a skill, there's always room for improvement, even at my age, just like in sport or playing a musical instrument. Languages allow us to feel connected to a diverse and global community and offer access to a wealth of cultures, ways of life and ways of thinking. Schools quite rightly aim to help their pupils grow into open-minded and tolerant individuals who can understand the world around them. In my opinion, the study of modern languages is completely indispensable to achieving that goal. Here at Hampton, we teach five languages, French, German, Spanish, Mandarin, Chinese, and Russian. And it's all about hearing the spoken word. Many of our teachers are native speakers, and we're very lucky as well to have six language assistants who are always on hand to chat to the pupils and help them practice what they've learned in lessons. We also offer a range of really exciting overseas trips and excursions closer to home in order to bring language learning to life outside of the classroom. You're about to go on a whistle-stop tour of the Modern Languages Department. First up, our lower sixth, who are with Madame Yoxen, getting stuck into a French lesson. Alors, Madame Yoxen, qu'est-ce que vous allez faire aujourd'hui?
2: Merci. Thank you, Mr. Orkert. So today, with my lower sixth class, we are looking at A scene from a film that we've watched before, and looking at the difficulties of subtitling and keeping the original meaning of various scenes. D'accord Donc on va re-regarder la scène une fois de plus, pour vous souvenir.
0: Ah bon, il a pas de prénom Je viens de vous le dire, juste Leblanc.
3: Leblanc, c'est son nom, et c'est juste son prénom.
2: So let's try to brainstorm some ideas as how we could change, maybe the names of the characters to make it sound funnier. Because when we look at the subtitles, uh, uh, we've got like three lines, and when we look at the original script, we've got five, six lines, and there are more than just one jokes there. Alors, on vous écoute. Qui veut commencer à prendre la parole? Vas-y, Omar. On t'écoute.
1: Okay. So I think we agree that Just Leblanc. Doesn't in English, work. Doesn't, doesn't work. work. Mm. So, what do you guys think? What's some ideas? Well, we we'll need something which is actually a first name in English, because justin in France is actually a first name. We also need it to be a phrase as well. We need to make, make yeah. a phrase yeah. something conversational.
2: <laughs> something <laughs> like, that
1: could go under the radar. Something like "just in case." That works. Oh. Yeah, oh. that works. <laughs> justin. Last name case.
2: Okay, c'est pas Et
0: vous? I'm Ben.
1: I'd like to do a degree looking at Latin and French. I'm really interested in kind of etymology, the kind of root of languages in Europe, especially the Romance languages, such as Italian and Spanish. Once you've learned m- multiple languages, it makes picking up different skills in life much easier. You work with systems, it's all very logical. And I find that really fun and rewarding.
2: Let's look at the morality behind the film. Because it's a little bit of a controversial uh, uh, topic and it works well in French. But in some countries, some other countries, it might not be accepted, and uh, it's a it's a bit of a weird concept. Um, Je voudrais savoir qu'est-ce que vous pensez donc de, de la morale derrière le film? Uh, est-ce que inviter un con pour se moquer de lui est quelque chose d'absolument inacceptable, Ou, on the other hand, is quite a funny idea to mock people? Allez, qui est-ce qui veut prendre la parole? Who would like to start? Vas-y, on, mm-hmm. main, on t'écoute.
1: Bien sûr, ce film est extrêmement drôle, mais je ne crois pas it's morally justifiable because ultimately euh, les, the les cons in this film are gens, too, people they are individual personalities with their sole identity.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You,
1: know, you can't agree, these are real people, you can't justify mocking people mm. against like they're better judgment. If they don't know what's going on, if they're not in on the joke, at the end of the day, yeah. it's just
2: bullying. Absolutely, really. absolutely. Ouais, harcèlement, yeah. Ouais. This film goes back to 1998, I think. Then we could say more things than nowadays.
1: Omar? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but Yes, there's, si, there's a whole oui, setup oui. going on to isolate these people and to laugh at them, to ridicule them. So I don't think it's justifiable. Really. No? Okay.
4: That was fun. Thank you very much. <laughs> Merci Merci c'est moi. And
2: now we're going to hand over to Miss Sang, head of Mandarin with the class of third year.
3: Thank you, Mrs. Yuxen. Today we are learning all about the Chinese New Year and you will even hear the boys singing a Chinese New Year song. 好嗎? How oh. oh.
5: chow, Hi, my name is Kian. I really enjoy Mandarin because I think it's a great learning opportunity and I think it's going to be really important in the future and it's also a really nice language to learn and it's good to learn the culture. Hi, my name is Xavier. I really enjoy Mandarin because I love learning about the culture and it's generally really fun. I love learning new vocab. I found it hard to begin with but eventually it was a lot easier and I'm enjoying it quite a lot.
4: 快乐新年快乐
3: how do you say Chinese New 中国新年。Year? 中国新年谢谢中国新年 好,一起 中国新年中国新年中国新年。中国新年。中国新年。中国新年。中国新年。中国新年。Thank you for joining us in third year Mandarin Now, we'll go to German with Mrs. Thank
5: you, Danke, Jang. Now we're moving on to German. We are focusing on a specific skill today, we're looking at translation. We're going to go German to English with a not so easy text, okay? Kafka, die Verwandlung, the metamorphosis, the transformation. Has anyone heard of Kafka? Franz Kafka? Yeah? What do you know about him?
0: He kind of writes like these almost like dystopian and like kind of scary environments and atmospheres.
5: Absolutely. If you read newspapers and things, you might, you might come across the word Kafka-esque. Kafkaesque, yeah. Kafkaesque, which usually kind of refers to bureaucratic hell when you're sort of stuck in the system. He, he was so concerned about the system, and how it ruins people's lives because they get stuck in the, the law courts, for example, and they can't see a solution, how normal lives can be destroyed. So really cheerful stuff. <laughs> and Die Verwandlung is a short story, a sort of novella that he wrote, uh, which is his most famous work. And talking of most famous, this is one of the most famous opening lines in literature ever. And I don't just mean German literature, I mean literature generally. Okay. Let's have a l- little read. adolf do you want to kick off? We'll take a sentence each. Als Grégois.
4: Als Gregor Samsa eines Morgens aus unruhigen trau- Träumen erwachte, fand er sich in seinem Bett zu einem
0: ungeheuren, ungeziefer verwandelt.
4: Fantastisch, gut
5: gemacht, okay, Ronit.
0: Er lag auf seinem panzerartig harten Rücken und sah. Uh, hi, I'm Ronit. I've been in, studying German since first year and I decided to continue with it in the sixth form. Just because I think German's such an interesting language with all the grammar and the vocabulary uh, and also it's such a widely spoken language around the world that I think learning it in more depth in the sixth form has really enabled me to fully immerse myself in the language and the culture and, and really understand it.
5: Good. Right. I've given you a little bit of vocab underneath. What's the scene here? What's happened when he's woken up? don't know if you've come across this short story, if you have any ideas, but what have you understood? What, what, what's happened to him when he's woken up? Harry?
4: He's turned into like a bug or a creature.
5: Yes, and a bug or a creature. And one of the translation issues that people have had, translators have had for decades, is how to translate this ungeheuren ungerziffer. Ungerziffer just means vermin. We want as readers to have a picture in our heads, don't we, of what he's turned into. He's not a human anymore. What creature is he? And the language actually is so abstract and and inexact, it's very hard for us to, to work it out. Okay. I want you now to have a go with those around you. Have you know nice, loud discussions, please, about how you would render this into English. Okay. Have a go. How would you make a start rendering this into English? So
0: the first bit. Uh, when Bricka 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 sounds Bricka sounds Bricka one morning. One morning.
5: From right. We'll leave the lower means, six there. I'm going to pass you over now to Herr Blatchford, who is leading a Spanish class. Hello, Herr Blatchford.
4: Gracias, uh, Senora Willett Petznek. <laughs> Well, bienvenidos a, a la clase de español, welcome to Spanish. This is uh, fourth year, set one, and we've been working on mi colegio, mi institutos. So we've been working on school subjects recently and building some sentences. So what we're going to be doing today is we're playing a game. The class is in groups of two, and they're writing sentences on the board in Spanish, Señor Federico aquí. Hola, Federico. Hola. Hola. Señor Federico is going to be reading out the sentences in English and it's a competition as to who can write the sentences the fastest accurately. If there are any mistakes, they don't get their points. Vale, estamos listos para empezar? Should we go? Vale, Señor Federico, adelante.
2: Please, can you write in Spanish on the board? I love to do experiments in science. They're very exciting and they make me very happy.
4: Uh, bastante difícil esta frase, ¿no? Sí. Uh,
5: me encanta hacer prácticas en las ciencias porque son muy emocionantes.
4: Practicales no es correcto, lo siento. Practicales es Spanish. Sí, señor Vaca. Me encanta hacer experimentos en las ciencias. ...porque son muy emocionantes. Uh-huh, and they make me very happy. ...y me hacen... Y me hace... ...muy feliz. ...muy f- ...feliz. ...muy feliz, but it's los experimentos. Me so hacen, ...me hacen muy feliz. Now we're talking. Muy bien, estupendo. Muy difícil esta frase, eh, chicos. Muy bien, diez puntos. Estupendo. Vale. Vamos a cambiar de tema. Vamos a hablar un poco de del pueblo, ¿no? Barcelona is a modern
2: city which is in the northeast of Spain and I would like to go there next summer. Hi, I'm Freddie and I've always wanted to study Spanish because my brother's been studying it. And we want to go to Spain together when we're older and speak Spanish. Also, it's quite funny when me and my brother speak Spanish to each other in the house and my parents don't understand.
5: Sí. Barcelona es una ciudad moderna en el noreste de España y me gustaría visitar en el verano próximo, en el próximo verano.
4: El próximo verano, el verano próximo está bien. Me gustaría visitar... Ah. La. Me gustaría visitar la. Muy bien. Okay, thank you very much everybody. I hope you've enjoyed your uh, your little trip to Spain with us. We're now going to hand over to uh, Señora White, Señora Blanca, in Russian. Adiós, hasta luego.
3: Спасибо, Mr Blatchford. On So, we're in Russian now. Uh, Russian beginner set and the boys have been learning um, Russian for eight weeks. So, if we have a town or a country and a consonant what do we do? How do we say in, for example, in Berlin?
5: So, в so it's в Берлине. В
3: Берлине, good. We just add yeah, good. All right, Berlin In Paris, by the way, how will we say that, по-русски?
2: В Париже. В
3: Париже, очень хорошо. London. пожалуйста. В Лондоне. В Лондоне, очень хорошо, good. Now, if we have any town, any country ending on R, or maybe even Я, what will happen, Alex?
2: Um, You replace the R with the yeah
3: Да, хорошо, good. And, for example,
2: Moskva is V Moskve.
3: Moskva oh, Moskve. What will we do with America, for example? America. Da? V, Amerike. v Amerike. Good. So I need two volunteers. One is saying that it's in nominative and another one saying is it in prepositional. So we will say Manchester, and then we will say in Manchester. Pajaste, Dominic, okay,
5: so Manchester.
3: Manchester Alex
5: hi I'm Alex I have uh, lots of Russian uh, family uh, I know minimal Russian at the moment but I'd like to talk to my family like my grandparents and... um, hi I'm Josh I wanted to learn Russian because it was different other languages like French which I' had done at primary school and it just seemed... Um, like totally different to any other language.
3: Очень хорошо. Пожалуйста, это диалог. Кто, кто читает? Да, пожалуйста, кто читает? Алекс и Уильям, да?
2: Привет. Как тебя зовут? Привет. Меня зовут Макс. Как тебя зовут? Меня зовут Том. Как дела?
3: Thank you so much for listening to our Russian lesson. I hope you enjoyed it and um, I'm handing you over back to Mr. Ockert. Spasiba.
1: Spasiba, Mrs. White. I hope you've enjoyed your visit to the Modern Languages Department today and gained an insight into what goes on in our lessons. At Hampton, every pupil takes at least one language at GCSE and many continue their studies of languages in the sixth form, Personally, I'm delighted that lots of Hamptonians also go on to study a language at university. But no matter what our peoples do after Hampton, we hope they leave us with an appreciation of different languages and cultures and that they take advantage of the many opportunities that language skills can provide. And finally, I'll leave you with this. Despite the widespread use of English internationally, we think it's important to celebrate and champion linguistic diversity wherever we can. Did you know that the Pacific island nation of Papua New Guinea is home to roughly seven million people and yet it is the most linguistically diverse country in the world with more than 800 known languages. Each one represents a unique community and holds the key to its ancestral past and all of the knowledge held within. UNESCO's World Atlas of Languages does a huge amount of excellent work to protect and promote linguistic diversity and considers it one of humanity's many treasures. And we would have to agree. Thank you, and I hope you've enjoyed hearing all about modern languages here at Hampton.
0: Thank you, Tom. As any teacher will tell you, we live for those golden lightbulb moments when everything clicks into place. And over this series, we'll be witnessing the skill, dedication and passion that great teachers bring to their lessons in Discover Hampton, a podcast from Hampton School. You can find out more at www.hamptonschool.org.uk. Remember to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Goodbye for now.